welcome to the very first episode of the Patreon special exclusive Girls Gone Wild. This is a historic day. This is a big deal. This is the first time in the history of Boys Gone Wild, the ultimate, the, the ultimate Intel handbook, the Man's Man podcast. We have got a lady on the pod. Please welcome BB Cave. How you doing, Beebs? <laughs> I'm fine. Is it quite upsetting seeing my hearing my radio voice? It is. It's truly unappealing. Really, yeah. I thought I thought that was kind of like a good way to welcome mm-mm, you in, mm-mm, but mm-mm. I, I think the key way is to pretend I don't know who you are. Mm-hmm. Welcome to the show, baby. Please take a little load off. So I've heard you, you've been in a lot of films recently. A lot you of you sound like a mid noughties radio host who that. is truly, truly about to kill himself. Yeah, that's that's. But that's kind of the vibe of the demographic, and I'm sure I'm going to have a lot of furious fans who are so upset that uh, I've got a girl on the show because they're like, finally, this is like an only a, a boys only zone in mm. a world being taken over by women. Mm-hmm. But it's great to have you on. Uh, <laughs> this is Patreon exclusive. Admittedly a bit of attack to try and get some of the rabid, your, the rabid cave sister fan base who are kind of Harry Potter fans who are in their 30s. They're mm-hmm. kind of, they're like the, the kind of lonely women who would perfectly match the lonely men who like are my fans. Exactly. That's In a way, the, it's quite uh, amazing that we've brought together maybe two groups of people. I that would love, yeah, for them to are meet. bound to find each other, but probably would have been lonely for the rest of their lives. Yeah. So I think it's the perfect. Your fans are looking for my fans, and we're going to try and bring them together mm. in this show. Let's make it happen. Um, but this is a specific show. I'm not here to speak to Bibi about her life. Uh, as we've gone over before, we're not really that interested. Um, the, the, we're here for stone cold facts. Uh, this is hopefully become a mini series, Girls Gone Wild with BBK, where we actually talk about do's and don'ts of being a man. Maybe some girls gone wild in the media, in history, whatever. I'm going to get BB in as the resident girl. Mm-hmm. You know, she's going to live in the studio and we're going to get her out the cage for when she needs to come on and talk about mm-hmm. it. So I like talking about boys. Yeah, exactly. Um, wow, my mouth just filled up with spit as I said that. That's all right. Welcome <laughs> to the podcast world. Have a little swig of this. We'll sort you out. So today we're here to talk about men's fashion do's and don'ts. Now I spend a lot of time with Bibi and we talk a lot about men's fashion. I've learned a bit about men's fashion from Bibi and she has some opinions that I think is important to spread the gospel. Um, I think just we're going to go through the man's uh, outfit. Uh, from and ground gonna, up. From, from ground up. So we're going to start with... Um, we're going to start with... Uh, the shoes mm-hmm. and then work our way up right until the, the head mm-hmm. um, what's your view on men, men's shoes the trends what's happening where you think we're going wrong well I think this is going to be a common theme for my views on most mm-hmm. items of male fashion but I do think that it comes to less is more and yeah. men look best when it seems like they're not putting a lot of effort in okay so if we're talking about shoes yeah um, a very shiny, new-looking, fresh pair of, say, Brogues. Yeah. Brogues. Gonna... Well, Brogues as an example. Fine. I mean, I know that you have, uh, you've worn a Brogue in your time. Sure. Yeah. But if we're taking Brogues as an example, something that somebody in the workplace yeah. might wear, or somebody out in the town. Yeah. I would say that the fresher looking the shoe, the shinier, the newer, the more effort it looks like. Uh, the less appealing. You want something that kind of looks scruffy, like you just threw it on and you didn't mean for it to look 
so good. But you know, it was purely functional and it also makes you look really, really handsome. So a scruffy trainer, I would say is going to be your optimal yeah. choice. I would I say. I think bros are a dangerous game and mm. they're dying out. Mm -hmm. um, I think for the modern man, we should talk about trainers. And I definitely think that applies where it's like to look good as a man, you've got to look like you've put a tiny bit of effort in. Mm -hmm. so but not, not, too much. not too much. Not too much so that makes you look... Um, like a tryhard, but there's a there's a variety of different um, rules when it comes to that, which um, come about with like um, I think dirty white guys look quite good with scruffy shoes, and mm -hmm. if they have a clean shoe, mm -hmm. that implies they've worked too hard. But if you're black brown, I think having a, a fresh clean pair of Jordans that's or like it works, it works, it it's, works. it's just different for some reason. Mm -hmm. A white guy with clean trainers if looks a white like guy, he's up to something. Yeah, if a white guy has two cleaner trainers, he looks like he's up to something. Mm -hmm. um, or it looks like this is the first day ever he's trying to scam you that he bought trainers to try and get girls. Yes, you know, yeah, and yeah. he will kill yeah, yeah, yeah. you at the end. Or of he's the trying evening. to pretend he's not white. You yeah. Know? Uh, it looks a lot more threatening. Mm -hmm. But then it seems in non-white communities, it's embarrassing to have dirty shoes. Mm -hmm. Like keep your crepes clean. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Great. I've also, you, you're not a fan of the dad shoe. No, no, not at all. How come? So I just don't like the idea of ironic clothing. I think it's really uh, ridiculous and um, pretentious. You know, what, oh. what's embarrassing about wearing things that are just nice? Why do we have to wear things that are ugly in order to seem cool? Like, oh, I don't care about beauty standards. Yet you obviously do because you're trying to adhere to them. I think it's silly. It's a good point. But I would argue dad shoes might come around to post irony, uh, which is when you've moved beyond irony. You understand the irony within what you're wearing, but you'd like it genuinely anyway. I don't think anyone genuinely likes those shoes. They look like big rocks that have clumped around your feet. It's tough because they are practical and there's a uh, practical. I mean, what what terrain are you crossing that you need something? Well, practical? I, I often spontaneously get uh, have to do hikes. I'll often be out on the town doing errands and then it'll be like, oh, my God, you've got to come check out what's up this mountain. And then I run straight there and having dad shoes, having kind of like uh, walking boots as your general fashion means that it's a lot easier to mm -hmm. kind of switch ter terrains, as I often do. That's one thing, everyone has different lives, everyone has different lifestyle, and your fashion needs to represent your lifestyle. One key part of my lifestyle is that I I cross multiple terrains. Mm -hmm. That's, you would know this about me, mm -hmm. I'm a big terrain crosser. Like mm -hmm. uh, That is, a lot of people will only cross one terrain in their life. I'm constantly go from pavement, grassland, marshland, swampland, desert, tundra. You know, that's in one week. And that's a big part of me as a man. That's why I need to have practical shoes that are all the, you know, for the whole weather. I'm the modern, I'm the Renaissance man, which is multiple terrain. I think this is actually a really good point when it comes to men's fashion. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, all boys just want to be sort of um, pioneers somehow. They just want to be adventuring. Yeah. So... I think that the secret to maybe men's clothes is something that looks functional and fun and fashionable, but also like you could start an adventure. You know? That's the thing, is what's different. Like you're gonna be able to survive in different climates, maybe mm. get into a couple of like hijinks, snafus, maybe get taken up on a ship on, by some yeah. pirates. No, have some confidence in <laughs> you, you, you. I enjoyed the bit. You gotta have some, you gotta you back yourself. You have a lasso because you're gonna be a cowboy Yeah, keep going, point. one more, do one more. Um, and make you're it gonna even be more an under, underwater diver. <laughs> that was the third one you've got to end strong and it was slightly weaker than the last Spaceman. <laughs> Spaceman, there you're we go. You're gonna be a spaceman. You've got to push the final frontier. Because actually, at heart, all men are just boys. Yep. Gone wild. <sighs>
Oh, that's nice to link it back. Thank you Thanks. for keeping it on it's my okay. brand. Um, no, I think you've touched on a good point, which is I notice a lot of... Um, you can notice a lot of sexism through fascism. fascism. <laughs> you can notice a lot of sexism a Freudian slip, but it also works. Um, I just can't stop making great links. That's how uh-huh. I'm bored yeah, to, I'm born to broadcast. That you have. B2B. B2B. I should put that on Instagram bio. B2B. What does that mean? Born to broadcast. Um, but what I've noticed is, for example, I think I talked about this when I first met you. Um, pockets really sum up what is expected of men and women. Mm-hmm. Like, you're wearing a dress. Do you have any pockets? No. You don't even have no pockets? No. Look at that. So she's wearing a dress and she has no pockets. I've it never... It ruined the sil- silhouette. It ruined the silhouette. Ruin silhouette. The woman is the object of the male gaze, hence why she needs to not have pockets. She needs to be purely, like, a thing to look at. Mm-hmm. The silhouette is ruined, which is something that is the shape, mm-hmm. the vision, where a guy... The ideal shape of a woman is actually... It's structured like a handle of a teapot. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because the smallest part is the most narrow. You could just grab them and pick them up when you want. Exactly. Functional. Functional. Not functional. Ob- no, because object. Objective. Object. You're the Objects. passive. You receive. The subject. And then men's fashion <laughs> is all about pockets. Pockets are a huge part of exactly, men's fashion. Exactly, because you need to carry tools. we carry tools. You need to rebuild things. things. Money. Like, the, the privilege is shown with the pockets. And I think certainly moving forward... Uh, for equality, we need to um, encourage women to have more pockets because I think it does put you at disadvantage in the workplace. You could also um, think of it as a sort of symptom of capitalism by uh, yes, please. by taking away pockets I'm from women. I'm so hard right now. Go on. <laughs> by taking pockets away from women, yeah. it means that they, they're going to need some way to carry around their stuff so then they have to get bags. Yeah. But what kind of bag? There have to be like 50 different types of bags with different colours and you have to compete with the other women in your area because they might have a nicer expensive. handbag than you. You have so to constantly expensive. get new bags. Mm-hmm. Whereas men, they're not thinking about bags so hands much because they're, they're hands, hands free. free. They've just Look got fucking pockets. Watch this. I'm so hands-free. I've put my wallet into my phone. I've now <laughs> managed to do it so I don't even have to take a wallet back. I'm so practical. I basically never take a bag. You always have a tote bag with you because mm-hmm. you don't want to ruin your outfit. I always have a backpack with a tote bag exactly. in it in case that I want a lighter mm-hmm. bag for yeah, the day. Yeah, yeah. I think socks are a big part of men, men's fashion for sure. They're becoming way more part of a men's fashion. Like the, the colour scheme from your the bottom of your trouser your sock and your shoe that's like three colors to play with that's now coming in with the modern man mm-hmm. what are your views on socks on um men? well i quite like a i quite like a quirky sock yeah i like printed socks maybe yeah. maybe two different socks i'm mm-hmm. a fan of that too yeah um but i also can appreciate that maybe i can appreciate that um men look very good in white socks with white trainers i enjoy that aesthetically yeah I definitely am a huge fan of the white trainers, mm-hmm. but you don't. You were telling me earlier that you don't like no socks or invisi socks. Of course not. No. Yeah. How come? Um, well, no socks is disgusting. I okay. don't want to see a man's ankles. Mm-hmm. Ankles are fragile. I don't want to see a man's fragile ankles. Why? Because it, it it makes the man look too vulnerable. Exactly. That's I want really this man to be able to sweep me off my feet if he's got tiny little fucking lady ankles. I'm not going to want that. That's I? a great point. And then invisi socks. I mean, don't even get me started. Because they're not, worse than no socks. Exactly. No socks, okay, you're an impractical guy. You're clearly a bit gross. You're clearly a bit lazy. Mm-hmm. You've got fragile little ankles. But the fact that you decided to forego a sock, in a way, is quite a masculine mm-hmm. trait, right? Sure. Because you're lazy. An invisi sock. An invisi sock means that you want to give off the appearance of a fragile ankle. 
but you also want the comfort of actually having a sock. You've chosen yeah, yeah, yeah. Having your cake to bear that it. ankle. I mean, it's disgusting. And yeah. I, I hate men that do that. That's a great, so that's another don't do, wear socks, invisi socks are worse than no Make socks. Make your sock as visible as possible. Make mm -hmm. your ankle look as Embrace. thick as a tree trunk. Embrace the sock. Don't show the fragile ankle. No. It's very off-putting. Don't I show think your wrists. Don't point. show your ankles. Now we're moving on to what I would argue is the key part of the show. We're discussing trousers and shorts. Mm -hmm. um, I think this whole uh, podcast was sparked by um, my comment to you mm -hmm. that you seem to have been quite blown away by. Yeah. Which is that... It's a huge, it's a huge point to so get ready for a spicy hot take. Okay. Prove me wrong. But the only shorts that men look good in sports shorts immediately i said you're you're off your bloody rocker it's get out of my house it's controversial and then i thought about it and i was like you know what i think she's completely right give me an example go on exactly. give, me, give me an example shorts, absolutely horrible. not jorts horrible absolutely not jorts are a terrible thing jorts are just a jean short right I'm yeah, not being yeah, stupid. yeah 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 they're jean oh, yeah. shorts they yeah, are yeah. terrible and you can also get really George fat is a disgusting word. you can get really fat jean shorts <laughs> that don't even touch your knee or anything they like completely there's complete there's air <laughs> like a cartoon character yeah yeah, like yeah, a yeah. it's like a really show. the quickly... tiny twig leg and they're just the giant shorts like jim you, you have you have five seconds to draw shorts <laughs> that's what comes out um Yes, so I, I think jean shorts are definitely a no. Jean shorts, cargo shorts, disgusting. Are you a dad? Are you on a safari? No, no, no. Then you Lots shouldn't be wearing... Lots of pockets is one of the most shouldn't manly... Shouldn't be wearing cargo shorts. It might not look good, but it is arguably the most manly... One of the most manly pieces of clothing because it's pure practicality, no style, so many pockets, so many, so active. You have so many um, spaces for like pen knives, bottles of water multiple terrain so and that's the ultimate man is someone who crosses multiple terrains mm -hmm. you need to aim to be 50 percent practical i think yeah but not 100 percent practical 100 percent mm -hmm. practical that's scary that looks Terrifying. like you're you're planning to borrow that's away ray mears. For a while. ray mears is 100 percent practical <laughs> exactly we don't want to be fucking 100 <laughs> we don't want to be ray mears you want to be 50 percent max do you know is anyone who's zero percent like a man who's zero percent who's gone the other way i know it's well, off the top of your okay, head okay jaden smith jaden smith that's okay zero percent <laughs> so, so the ideal man um fashion wise we're is talking on a spectrum ray 30 and 60. <laughs> It's between Ray Mears and, and Jaden Smith. Smith. That's where, that's so, there's lots of different metrics that we uh, uh, mm -hmm. sum up how a man should be. Not wanting to try too hard, mm -hmm. not wanting to look like he's trying too hard, but try a bit too hard. Wanting to be practical, but not too practical. Mm -hmm. On this spectrum, brilliant. We touched on this. We're already getting so much wisdom. The ideal practicality of a man is somewhere between Ray Mears and Jaden Smith. Absolutely. Lies the you ideal. You don't want to be at either one of those yeah. two points. You don't want to be they where, can yeah. pull it off, but only those two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's like their job to do that. Mm -hmm. But don't be walking around town looking like Jane Smith. With, with like, like double hoodies. He like yeah. has fucking weird shit. You've got on. like <laughs> jeans, but you've only got one leg. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. The yeah, rest yeah. is like... Absolutely. Like, like there's like a speedos. metal arm. He has like a metal arm. <laughs> and like a different... Like he just has a second person in there that doesn't talk. He looks good until he crosses into the, a terrain he's not prepared for. He wants then, to hang out with my brother. Really? Yeah, yeah. When my brother was at LSE... Um, Jaden Smith approached uh, one of my brother's friends when they were on a night out. What? He genuinely, like a fucking weirdo, like a lost child at the swimming pool, latched onto this group of geeky yeah. boys from LSC and hung out with them all night. What? Yeah. 
That's so weird. He came weird. back to my brother's flat. My brother's like stinky, disgusting student flat. What? And he just hung out with them. It was Jaden so Smith. What weird. Did, was he doing? It That's to what be happens quirky. when you dress zero percent practical because you just don't understand how life works. Was he being pro- quirky? Was it patronising? Is, is it a little bit rude? Like he's was a big he, star. Was, was he doing like it? oh I deign to hang out with yeah, normal people? It like, no, it seems like he was just genuinely kind of lonely. He just wanted to hang out. He genuinely wanted to be out of the, the spotlight and just hang out with some normal people. That's um, I don't know how you haven't told me that before. Yeah, that is kind of crazy. Why Jamie has a photo with it. What does your brother say about that? And Jamie's teeth were all black in the photo because he'd been drinking loads of red wine. Like he was a really cool guy. Kind of weird, but like cool guy. That just is really mental. warm. Warm. Isn't that strange? That is wild. Yeah. It's off topic. Mm-hmm. But that's a it's wild completely, boy. That is that's a, a wild, boy gone wild. That is a boy gone wild. Exactly. But also, he dresses like he's supposed Ray to be Mears in space. Ray is a boy gone wild. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're both very different types of boy gone wild. Mm-hmm. Um, he genuinely, he's gone out into the wilderness. He's genuinely gone out into the wilderness. What percent Ray practical do you think that you dress? I'd say. Um, I'd say you're pretty 50, actually. You're 50%. <sighs> I think, I think I'm slightly, I'd say, um, would you say 50-50? It's pretty bold. You're saying that I'd, I'm the perfect level of practicality. I think that, that you like dress a, neither practical nor unpractical. Sorry, I didn't say that properly. I think that you dress I, neither I, I practical nor I think I'm between the 40 and 60%, um, somewhere between there for sure. But I wouldn't like say you 50. could do a bunch of tasks in the clothes that you're wearing. Fine. Not yeah. all, but not, not all none. Tasks. No, it's true. Yeah. Um, I could. You could yeah. skateboard. I could skateboard. I you could, could run. Put up some I could play five aside. You could potentially survive in the wilderness, but for two days max. Two days max. Not Ray Mears, who has is still out there and he's been there for twenty five years. <laughs> um, but back to uh, the, the task topic. at hand. Um, we talked about shorts. Uh, we talked about. We need to go, we talk more about trousers. We need to talk about trousers. Okay. And can you also explain the importance of trousers and why uh, they're so overlooked? Um, well, I would say that the man, the man's leg is the portal to his soul. Okay. Okay. Um, it's not a woman's leg. It's not, um, it's not a, an object of desire or seduction. Mm-hmm. A man's leg is purely there for functional reasons, to get him around town, mm-hmm. if you will. So I would say that the trousers being the gateway into the man's soul have to be representative of what kind of impression that man wants to give to the world. Mm-hmm. Do you understand? Yeah, I do understand. Okay, so a tight jean. What does? What do you think a tight jean says about a man? It's alluring. It's uh, effeminate. It's um, it's a pure, It's uh, impractical. It's urban. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I read today a tweet by comedian Rich Wilson that I think um, is a great point which is, and he was using it as an advice to young comedians, but I think in general, it's a great fashion advice. Uh, He's a very stylish man. Uh, If you are going to wear tight jeans, if you are going to go down that route, which can work for some people. No, it can't. Do you not think? No. We're not in 2008 anymore. You can't get away with Okay, I was going to go back to 2008. I think (laughs) during 2008, kind of the strokes, Russell Brand, you know, that whole indie scene, I think some people did look quite good. Sure, But that that, that We're past that point. We might come back. But at the moment, we're past that point. Mm-mm. Yeah. Um, but if you are going to wear tight jeans, a pet peeve of mine for sure 
is where they ha people wear those fucking like spray on jeans. I think we can get some photos of some of the worst jeans. I'll be having them just playing. Well, it just background. looks like it's like a massive outline. Of yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like someone's just painted body. your leg. It, but I then, don't want to see the silhouette of a man's leg. Horrible. You don't want to see the shape, the sinews, the fibers. Because it's so suggestive, really, in a way. I don't mind seeing a man's leg actually exposed because he's wearing shorts because that's sporty. You mm -hmm. know, that reminds me of like a, a nice group of healthy young men mm. running around a tennis court. A man in tight jeans, that's not sporty, that's just suggestive. That's like a creepy uncle stroking your arm and saying that you have a nice speaking voice. Yeah, have some self-respect. He might as well say that he wants to fuck you, <laughs> but he hasn't got the balls to do yeah. it. <laughs> but the problem is with tight jeans is in your top pocket, you've got your phone and your wallet because not everyone's as practical as me using making them both one. So you have You realize that that is essentially the young male version of like the mum phone where they have the yeah, open yeah, book yeah. wallet. This you can't even try and act like that's cool. That's the practical. This is <laughs> this is my Ray Mears, you know? I'm wearing quite an impractical shirt, T-shirt. Mm -hmm. It's got a lot of fun, but I'm also practical. That's why I have the perfect balance. That's actually my uh, shirt as well, isn't it? It is, yeah. Um, but if you are wearing tight jeans and you have the fat outline of a wallet and a phone, just it looks awful. Mm -hmm. I think it's better you you bring a clutch bag or a tote bag or mm -hmm. do. You're what, asking to be robbed. Do what we just learn from women. They haven't had pockets for about three thousand years, mm -hmm. and they've made do. Mm -hmm. So don't squeeze. Either don't wear the jeans or don't put something in. Those are like show pockets. Mm -hmm. You know pockets where they have like the things sewn in. Mm -hmm. Just because they're not sewn they're in. They're jeggings. They're essentially jeggings. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because that's that's a very man thing to do. Oh, there's space in this pocket. Let me try and squeeze what I can into it. Doesn't mean you just because there is a pocket doesn't, doesn't mean, mean you, you should, should use it. it. Just because there is a pocket doesn't mean you should use it. <laughs> um, okay, let's talk about uh, the other gene. end of the spectrum. No, wait, okay, we're talking about a fat a fat gene. Yeah. Okay, so that's the worst possible thing that you can do to yourself. I don't have enough time to think about it, but gene. I think I agree. Off the top of my head, I think it Let's might be Let's get the worst. some pictures of some fat jeans here. Easy. Bang. Another one. Boff. No, because don't keep doing because I have to edit those in. So the more you do it, the, the more tedious it <laughs> is. Put pictures me to every time that I find. Dun, 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 I'm going to do dun, pictures dun, of you dun. with double chins. If, if you do that again, I'll get the hit worst photos I have on you on my phone and put them up. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Thank you for coming on the show. <laughs> <laughs> Um, <clears throat> okay, so fat jeans. Yeah. Uh, ridiculous, obnoxious. Worst thing ever. Horrendous. I hope, but uh, see, I'd normally... Ignorant, in, in, anyone oblivious, in my, rude, Anyone suspicious. in my life socially is vetted to the point where they know fat jeans are terrible. Because I wouldn't <laughs> be friends with them otherwise. Also, when it's fat, weird points in the leg. When it's weirdly tight at the hips, like you're a cowboy and you need to like sling out a gun. But it's very, very baggy at the ankle. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh my good! I used to have I used to have really baggy jeans because I saw like some people because you can get really stylish ones mm -hmm. but they go so far that it's like a Jane Smith style style thing. But I had are one. About, where are you talking about I, like a bootleg or a wide leg? No, I'm talking about like stretch jeans, which are like I got them from Gap. They're like they're like quite stretchy thing, uh, denim, and I thought they looked cool. The the crotch, so my cock and balls are here, um, and it was maybe the actual crotch of the trousers was two inch below my yeah. actual gooch area. Yeah. Horrendous. Uh, so there's loads of room just Horrendous. about. It's like a man trying to hide what his body is. Yeah. Like, I looked... You're just going to be a stick man. I looked like I had... I looked like I had uh, learning difficulties. I do, but it really summed it up. A fat gene 
in a mid-blue denim, like a gap-level denim. Horrible. That's offensive to the eyes because it's so lazy. You're not going acid wash. You're not like trying to look cool, a bit retro, a bit 80s. Mm. You're not going for a dark denim, which is a bit more trendy, a bit more sort of subtle, a bit more French. Instead, you're just going for the laziest, basic-level blue jean, like we're in 2007. Seven. <laughs> And you're in like yeah, a, don't worry. Just a mildly successful uh, studio sitcom. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think uh, I wanted to touch on Acid Watch and Distressed Denim. Mm -hmm. I think both of those uh, should be banned as well. Okay. I think those uh, should be illegal. I would say with Acid Wash, you can get some subtle Acid Washes that are pretty cool. I like a light, a light denim on a boy with white socks. Light denim, white, fine. Is that Acid trainers. Wash? Is light denim Acid Wash? I think that it all classifies as Acid Wash because that's literally fine. how Maybe you I'm thinking about distressed denim. denim. You're thinking about Acid Wash in a very, very a lot of my dad's friends. Um, if you, I'm going to link here the episode on my dad. Um, if you know anything about my dad, it all makes sense. Uh, but a lot of his kind of friends who are like 50, in their 50s, will wear distressed denim jeans and a blazer. And it's one of the sleaziest things ever. And I really don't like kind Trying of- Trying to go smart casual. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who hurt, when I hear, see distressed gems, I think, gens, jeans. <laughs> when I see distressed jeans, I think, who hurt you? <laughs> um, yeah, and with rips and the knees and stuff to make it look like you've just been attacked by a bear or something and that makes you extra manly somehow. Yeah. And there's people who don't... So here's another thing, I think. There's men who don't care about fashion. That's fair enough. Not everyone needs to. Not everyone should. But there's smart men who I know who like, I don't care about fashion. I don't want to put much time to it. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to wear uh, a white t-shirt or a black t-shirt, or a grey jumper. They're not going to be the most stylish person in the party, but they're not going to stand out. I'm going to wear just a normal trainer, of fine-fitting trousers. Those people, where they often go wrong, is they overlook the trouser, because mm. they think trousers are all the same. I'm just going to get a, a jean. It's just going to be blue. Like It's going to match my kind of grey t-shirt, you can't say it's I'm dressing bad because it's just a classic look mm -hmm, that will mm -hmm, never die. Mm -hmm. But if you don't look at the fit, it, it that's more important than the t-shirt. You could wear an ugly t-shirt but have really good fitting jeans and mm -hmm. you'd look much more stylish mm -hmm. than a cool t-shirt with awful fitting trousers. You want you want a trouser that um, hints at nice athletic legs because people like a man with svelte long legs, right? But you don't want it uh, so scandalously tight that it makes it obvious to try yeah, to point outrageous. out yeah. how nice it's your legs slutty. are. It's just slutty. You know, exactly. We don't like up. male sluts. No, we don't. Not here. Not at this show. We're Not all about female sluts. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Um, great. Do you think we, we, we finished? Are you any more comments on the shorts, trousers, or anything below the belt? Okay, below the belt. We've touched. We've done socks, shoes, trousers, I shorts. I hate it when men wear those athletic leggings. Those are horrible. Oh, God, yeah. Mm -hmm. But th they'll be doing that for a task, won't they? That that goes into the practical argument, you know. If they're doing it for something, do, yeah, they, get, do they get an my excuse? My argument was that we don't want somebody that's over 60% practical. If you're doing what if a task, you're doing the task? If you're doing a task, we want to go 60 to 70 max percent 70. practical. Okay, fine. Okay, and that's going to be a sports shot. What if which we all know is how boys look best. Okay, what if you're um, like uh, roofing? You're painting a house. Shouldn't you go 100% practical? Or should you still be throwing some stank on it? I just I just want people to just 
not look like they've tried too hard really it's embarrassing for everybody involved mm -hmm. and inside the spectrum you look too try hard mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. okay well i guess shirts is probably where you can tell the most about a man's personality yeah looking at your shirt collection the other day when yep. you're moving house told me everything that i needed to know about you that i didn't know about you and the way that you've progressed over the last five years you okay. went for a collar shirt phase right one sec should i i'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna get my no, 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 no 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 keep it a mystery yeah yeah, okay, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't want you don't too many wanna... girls sliding into my DMs. Exactly. Uh, yes. Um, you went through a novelty shirt phase. Yeah. And depending on how long any given man has gone through the novelty shirt phase, which they've all gone through, doing the top button up, it's got some sort of quirky print on it, like a pineapple uh, yeah, 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 or like yeah, a moustache. Yeah, 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 yeah. How yeah. long you went through that phase for and stayed in it, stubbornly, despite how terrible it truly looked, yeah, yeah, yeah. is uh, a depiction, uh, quite an accurate one, I would say, of a man's IQ. Really? Mm. So the longer, the dumber? Mm -hmm. Really? Mm -hmm. But I think you have to be a certain IQ to even attempt it. That's true. Because I don't, well. I don't think like well. the like I'm talking like 60 IQ like bottom feeder of society. Mm -hmm. They're not um, going to be trying novelty they're not shirts. Be, they're novelty, so it's it's like there's a there's a sweet spot mm -hmm. for sure. Um, I, yeah, I used to have a vote for Pedro T-shirt. Yeah. My favorite T-shirt. That's I would argue that that's not what I would define as a shirt as a novelty shirt. That's a quirky T-shirt. That's novelty. That's novelty. That's a film prop I'm wearing on my, my T-shirt. That's, that's I know at least alluding... four boys with the Vote for Pedro T-shirt. Exactly. It's awful. I wish I'd never done it. But this is, it we're here to learn. And look, I've got a lot of young listeners, uh, a lot of men who are trying to find their way in the world. This is all important. This is like Queer Eye for a Straight Guy. Something I hate is kind of Quicksilver um, surf sort of... Uh, t-shirts with like kind of messy scribbled logos on them like especially like quicksilver fat face that kind of, that's the line oh, between fat, fat faces fat faces in every um small suburban yeah, like town yeah, center yeah. anywhere near the coast as well and every single time that you mm -hmm. pass by it with one of your parents they've always said oh maybe we can go in and get you something from here oh my god yes this is my mum is whenever my, i let my big problem actually and this is another advice to young men is to save money i just let my mum and I borrowed my dad's clothes when he was finished with them. Mm. Um, and I let my mum buy what she wanted for me. And I was like, this is great. I don't have to buy clothes. I can save money. Terrible mistake. It's a bad habit. I was putting pieces together from my dad's terrible clothes that were too weird for him. Mixed in with this kind of, this kind of cucky, uh, innocent idea of what my mum thought I was. So I was wearing these knitted jumpers with these really camp sort of like Mykonos nightclub owner shirts. It was genuinely a terrible phase. So I understand not everyone can be in the financial situation to do it, um, but if you can, make sure you buy your own clothes. You can get good cheap stuff from vintage, but try and stay away from letting your mum buy you anything. Mm -hmm. Or at least if you're getting your mum to buy you clothes for Christmas, make sure you specifically find the ones get the links find the clothes that you want because uh, it really changes your identity if you mm -hmm. don't we're not work choosing your own clothes mm -hmm. i would say keep it simple when it comes to shirts yeah a nice plain t-shirt or my personal favorite t-shirts with animals on i've said this before and i say it again but i think that the ideal man is brett from flight of the concourse it's a good point yeah i think he that's wears, a good shirt he wears nice animal print vintage t-shirts they look warm they look soft they look um, unthreatening, and he likes a nice soft boy jumper too. Mm -hmm. Okay, um, and that on the scales that we've so far got, which is between 
trying too hard, not trying hard enough. He falls in perfectly so. in the range of he doesn't look like he's really tried that much at all, but he just looks it's clean. effortlessly dishevelled. It's, oh, cl- it, it, it's still clean though, isn't mm-hmm. it? Um, yeah, he looks clean. He looks soft and warm, like he's going to give you a hug and stroke your hair and not try and um, sodomize you. Sure. sure. <laughs> well, you're saying someone who. And is, the fact is, those types are more likely to. Yeah, so, so you're say, are you saying, that's what makes really, it so deceptive. That's the, t- the, that's the problem with men, as we're finding out. They're actually you know, quite duplicitous as exactly, a breed. Exactly, because clothes can really be used as a weapon. Yeah, you can dress sure. like a soft boy, but actually you're a fuck boy. And that's can, what really throws a girl's scent can off. You you know explain, I mean? um, you explained this quite well to me earlier, actually, the soft cut boy, uh, jumper boy, mm-hmm. and what that is. Okay, well, he wears soft jumpers, mm-hmm. oversized, yeah. in the colours between teal, lilac, maybe a burgundy. Mm-hmm. Um, rarely bright primary colours, sure. I would say. We're too not bold. talking red, yellow, mm. royal yeah, yeah, blue, yeah, 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 yeah. because that's just a bit too basic for him. For sure. He wants to go something that looks like it's straight out of an Urban Outfitters catalogue, but not actually from Urban Outfitters, yeah, because that would be embarrassing. Yeah. And he also looks like he just wants to hold you in his arms and uh, write you, I mean, read you out poetry that he's written. But actually, all he wants to do is like, clasp onto the ends of the jumper. Oh my God, horrible. Say how cold he is. Ooh. And be like, oh, I'm a bit chilly. Maybe you can give me a blowjob to make me feel better. <laughs> <laughs> and Definitely. then never not gen- speak to you again. Or go down on you. Not generous lovers. Not once. Not once. Six months relationship, not once. Yeah. <laughs> not talking from personal experience. <laughs> um, yeah, it's these soft, cucky boys who mm-hmm. are like, mm, I'm not threatening. I'm just a little baby. They're lazy. They're the male they're, equivalent. They're of a pillow queen. Mm-hmm. They're the male equivalent of a pillow queen slash pillow princess. Okay, yeah. Or the girls on Instagram who dress like uh, those e-girls, you know, the the little, you know, the cottage core Asian-y type. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of like um, Very anime. kawaii, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Trying to make themselves look pics. like um, female cosplay. Uh, but actually, they just want to be brutally fucked. Sure, sure. So yeah, it's the, this I funny think, contrast that you get with the way that with people clothes. Dress. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. How do you boys think boys that dress very, very soft mm-hmm. actually want to fuck you over the hardest? Oh, for sure. The the fuck boy, definitely. Um, I would trust a man in a more kind of traditionally masculine outfit, not tight, tight jeans and one of those like. That's really, not traditionally really masculine. Let's the. The idea of a traditional no, no, man no, is not wearing is, boohoo enough, man I would say, okay, spray if, on jeans. Yeah, yeah. And who is boohoo man? Who is the boohoo man? Boohoo man is that the worst brand? Maybe he's for a all man? of us. Is it the worst brand you can? Giacomo. Giacomo boohoo man. man. Top man. I mean, I don't really think anybody. Top no. Top, top man. man you can. I can still see someone getting bits and bobs from there. No. Okay, maybe not. Um, I think super dry Hollister Jack Wills are still awful. All terrible. But weirdly, if you think of a group of lads, right? What are they wearing? They're wearing. They're out in the town. They're wearing. They're walking in a group of six pack. in a diamond Wolf shape. Pack. Yes, because okay. it's the most. It's, a, it's like a missile. <laughs> exactly. You're the leader at the it's front. It's the most efficient the way strongest. of streamlining yeah. way through. Yeah, you're the yeah. small ones on the side because then the wind can blow off them easier. Exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. And the big fucking musty one at the front. He's got the tightest jeans on. Okay, so yeah. you can fully see his yeah. erect and, penis. <laughs> and he's the tightest jeans on, and he has the thickest wallet. <laughs> He keeps a lot of receipts. He gets very paranoid about uh, uh, returning things. Exactly. And he's wearing a very, very tight uh, button-down shirt. Ugh. 
very very tight so when you said that's not what a, a masculine man looks like it actually is it is now it is now that's actually where masculinity mm. has led us to yeah. looking like a fucking leader of a dance troupe looking like diversity in 2010 Although they weren't really wearing tight jeans, were they? They were in baggy jeans. They, they were in baggy jeans. Like sideways hats. That's mm. a that's a that's a for another podcast. Okay, like. yeah. Cut that diversity. out. Diversity. You don't need to cut it out, but we can do it as a teaser. We'll get her on next week to talk about diversity. Because I think we've got about an hour to talk about diversity. Mm-hmm. Um and break dancing graffiti. Um You're right. I think men that wear Hollister now, given how uncool we all know it is, men that still defy that logic and wear it they truly are heinous on a different level. Yeah, all agreed. You but, I like... would, but I mean, the funny thing is, soft boys who dress nicely, who dress appealing, who you see walking down the street carrying a skateboard that they probably never actually ride. Sure. Or they're carrying the skateboard on the glasses tube. Glasses with frames that have no mm-hmm. actual, they're like it, just glass. Truly, mm. it's just aesthetic Yeah, it's just purposes. aesthetic. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they have the long floppy hair like Timothy Chalamet. Sure, sure. They're actually the, they're the, they're, they're the, dark, the sadists. They're the dark ones, for sure. Whereas Ray Mears is the guy who's actually going to treat you well. Because mm, mm-hmm. <laughs> he's 100% practical. <laughs> he's 100% man. Mm-hmm. Um, and he knows that if you want to have 100% practical sex, you go down on a lady. Ray Mears goes down on his, his missus like it's no tomorrow. Exactly. He, he goes down like he's tracking round moat. So, you know, round moat, the serial killer he killed... I think, <laughs> Uh, his ex-wife uh, back in 2012 uh, he escaped from Britain uh, and then he there was a manhunt that lasted 10 days it was big news um, it was re- revealed three days later that uh, Ray Mears tracked him down now that was one of my favourite things I've become obsessed with the story and I'm not going to talk about it here because it deserves its own episode but I just have to get it off my chest that uh, ra- the biggest serial killer in the UK for like 10 years was on the loose there was a manhunt and they got Ray Mears to track him down. If you got one man to call. Ray, the idea they got the TV's Ray Mears to track him down is hilarious. Just the idea of him scurrying across the field, like smelling the earth, saying, Raoul went this way. I think about it all the time. But now's not the time. No. We're reaching the top of the man. Mm-hmm. Um, let's talk about uh, facial hair. Um we're very nearly the end of the show. Uh, we're very near the end of the man. Um, what are your thoughts on facial hair? Um, I don't. I was going to say very near the end of our relationship. Maybe. Well, <laughs> you know how this is that. fucking gone. <laughs> it looks like there's not much time left. Um. Okay, facial hair. <clears throat> For me, um, I'm not a huge fan of it, um, especially when it's excessive. Um, but I also have taken on your point, which yeah. is that the more facial hair you have and the areas that you have it dictate how good looking, um, you are. Good looking that area of your face is. So I, actually, let me lay this theory out. I believe that facial hair is good. Facial hair makes people more attractive. But the more attractive you are, the less facial hair you need. Mm-hmm. So, for pour example, um, gorgeous 10 out of 10 perfect chiseled amazing jawlines great noses strong roman noses you don't need any facial hair and you're still gorgeous that's why hollywood leading men though there might be some designer stubble when they're offset they can shave all their uh, beard hair off and they all look brilliant because mm-hmm. they got an amazing cheekbone structure if you're a chinless wonder if you've got no chin and it goes from your lip to the your the bottom of your neck and it's all just straight and you don't know there's no deviation or definition 
then you need as big a beard as possible. So that's why when you see a man with huge beards, it means they have no jawline. Mm-hmm. But that's fine. That's the right thing to do. But it is a sign. It's like when men wear caps, it means they're balding, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. which are both good moves to do, but it's still what it implies. Mm-hmm. For example, it, apply that to me. I have a moustache, meaning I have good cheekbones. I'm happy with those. But I've got a snub little nose. that's like a sawn off shotgun. So having facial hair moustache means that I've accepted there's some good things, there's some bad things, but the compromise He's is a moustache. He's balancing it out. He's balancing yeah, no. it out. I'm not, That's why I've I'm got not long ugly. hair I'm not I ugly. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm not ugly enough to have uh, a huge bushy beard, Mm-mm. but I'm not good looking enough to have no facial hair. Exactly. No. Yeah. Yeah, I guess I asked you what your opinions were and then I just went on a whole rant on myself. Well, you laid it down, babe. You I did lay it, it I laid it out. Um, I laid it out in the dojo. Um, do you have any thoughts on men's hair? I do. Close it? The longer the better. Up to a certain point. Go on, expand. So I think that it adds softness to a man's face. Mm-hmm. Um, it makes them look kind of rugged and scruffy, which I yeah. think is appealing. Because I've said to you so many times, my favorite quality in men is boyishness. Sure. That's not lewdness or immaturity. Boyishness is a very special, intangible quality that evokes some sort of Peter Pan-ness, you know, a mm. lost boy quality where they seem like they're just going to take you on a bit of a magical adventure. It's sort of like the equivalent of a girl being a bit of a ma- manic pixie dream girl. It's probably mm, not completely no, no, real. No, 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 because manic pixie dream girl is one fake and one unappealing. Boyishness, it's from real. the way you described to me, is very authentic when, okay, it, that's when it's realised. Boyishness is sort of, um, it's like silliness, it's youthfulness, and it's just incredibly charming, and it's something that only boys have. And I think that long, there's a lot, scruffy there's a lot, hair... Yeah. There's lots of boys who aren't boyish. Of course, plenty of boys that aren't boyish. Um, But boyishness is very attractive. And I think that having a really short back and sides like you're in the army, that doesn't really lend itself very well to boyishness. You're you're like a torpedo missile. Mm -hmm. It looks Mm -hmm. scary. It looks like they're going to come. Boyishness isn't about being practical. So scruffy hair, even though it's slightly more practical, very boyish. But once it gets past a certain point, then you just Because army men are very practical, yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, so to, to round it up, uh, the conclusive things on the men's do's and don'ts. Um, the ideal man's aesthetic and kind of fashion outlook um, kind of goes across three sort of lines, which is uh, not trying too hard, um, uh, but trying enough. Mm-hmm. That's one spectrum. Um, Ray Mears to Jane Smith, mm-hmm. which is 100% practical to 0% practical, mm-hmm. finding your way in between there. Mm-hmm. And then boyishness, which should be the center of what spectrum can we get a spectrum what's too far okay well there's hyper masculinity and then there's effeminate isn't there yes. boyishness is your that's your the, center that's point. The, yes you got it that's the final that's the we've laid it out pretty well so who's there's a hyper masculine so man who's a hyper masculine man a hyper masculine man in a negative sense mm-hmm. um so Joe Rogan, no Let, hair. So, okay, so like we're going on this third spectrum, which is boyishness, uh, where boyishness is the perfect mixture between too effeminate and too, too masculine. So like someone like Eddie Redmayne, it's too soft. He's like a beautiful woman. Uh, you can admire him as like a porcelain doll, but there's just a lack of... It's almost... It almost feels like men who are too effeminate. It's not like a... 
kind of thing saying they shouldn't be. It's more that it feels like you're trying too hard if you are effeminate. Do you mm -hmm. know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It doesn't feel authentic somehow. And then if you're too masculine, it also feels scary. Completely and, yeah. inauthentic, like you're just pumped up on steroids. So to conclude, it looks like the three, the, the way that we describe the do's and don'ts of men's fashion, we've talked about the specifics of the sh uh, the clothes, but it's more of an existential spiritual uh, balancing harmony that comes from balancing three spectrums, which is trying too hard, not trying hard enough, uh, being 100% practical, being 0% practical, finding a way in between that sweet spot and being hyper-feminine, hyper-masculine, being boyish. That seems to be the way. And what's funny is what links all of those scales is that actually the ideal man is somebody that looks like he's kind of just born with it. Like he doesn't actually have to try that hard. Even if in lots of different ways you are trying really hard, but you're just very good at disguising it by like getting it right. Yeah. What the ideal man to us looks like is somebody that's just sort of just rolls out of bed it. and just puts on the clothes that he has and just is there and looks great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what makes women different in that way is that the most attractive women are the ones that do look like they put in a bit of effort. Yeah. Not too, too yeah, much, yeah, 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 yeah. but it's still something. You know? uh, we'll do another episode on women, actually. Um, but that's that's pretty much it. And, and you'd say the perfect man aesthetically is Brett from Flight of the Concords. Brett from Flight of the Concords or Owen Wilson. Owen Wilson, wow. Owen Wilson, who I'm obsessed wow. with. Wow, wow. <laughs> um, yeah, that's good. You got any final closing statements or have I you said you anything? I think you dressed very nicely. Thank you very much. Uh, this has been the first episode of Girls Gone Wild with BB Cave. Thank you for Patreon subscribing. We really appreciate it. We'll be doing this again. Uh, comment if you like it. Comment if you want us to do more. Um, and um, stay boyish. Is that a way to end it? Stay boyish, baby. Stay boyish, baby, bitch. <laughs> <laughs>